Attention seniors on Medicare and Medicaid or receiving extra help for your prescription drugs. We have great news. You can change or enroll into a Medicare plan every three months if you qualify, all from the comfort and safety of your own home, over the phone. No one even needs to come to your home. And in minutes, we'll tell you all about some additional new Medicare benefits for you, like dental, vision, hearing, transportation, and more. Call us. We'll explain all your new Medicare benefits. Premiums are as low as $0 per month. Even if you are not paying anything for your coverage now, you need to call our licensed agents to review your plan. There are zero-cost plans available in some areas. Don't wait till next year. Get all the Medicare benefits you deserve. Call a licensed agent today. 800-461-2114. 800-461-2114. That's 800-461-2114. Paid for by Senior Choice Plan. Following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. It is August 28, 2021. Welcome to Radio Law Talk, another exciting, entertaining, and uh, sometimes informative show. Uh, myself, Todd Cunin, and uh, Cal Hunter are here to talk about some very interesting things that are going on. This is going to be a interesting show because we're going to talk about R. Kelly. Now, there's, that, there's so much going on with the R. Kelly case, and the good thing about talking about R. Kelly case is we've got a former prosecutor out of Tennessee in California and now with his own criminal practice and the star of WWE – uh, <laughs> gay, game. What is it? A, a video game. Yeah, WWE 2K19. Yeah. and a cameo in 2K20. Yeah, there we go. And and so we have Todd Kuhn here that will talk to us about uh, you know a lot of this uh, the, what's going on in Chicago on this case. Yeah, there's his song. We're going to talk about immigration policy. Hey, this is another reason. Keep that song going because it applies to the next one. Immigration policy of Biden and the Dreamers. Uh, courts and the Dreamers <laughs> weighing in on that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, eviction moratorium. And this applies also to I believe <laughs> I can stay without paying a cent of rent. Yeah, you can do that. Does we that, also got to talk about cats. <laughs> I believe I can immigrate. Oh, uh, prosecutor. Uh, we're going to talk about it. interesting. A prosecutor recuses himself of a double murder. Why? We're going to talk about that. And then wrongful death lawsuits from some guards uh, who are getting COVID while they're uh, working, right? Um, I don't know how that, that you know, is going to work out because I kind of last I checked that was workers' comp. But there are exceptions to workers' comp cases where you can go around it That's and, right. and go third party. But, but we'll talk about that, and then we have a case or no case. So, But here, look, if you want to call in, you can call in at 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855 855- Five two nine seven two three four. Tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Our Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. Just type in Radio Law Talk on any social media app, and pretty much you're going to find us. You know, especially you know, we go on Facebook or whatever. We show up on the search engines too, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh my gosh! And then if you want to listen to this, uh, if you weren't able to listen to it live, 
you can listen to the podcast uh, because everything's podcasted on radiolawtalk.com. And, and we're on, you know, we're on Spotify, we're on uh, iHeart, and a number of, I think we're, we're on Google, all the main uh, channels that have podcasts. You can you can listen to us. We're going to talk about general topics of law. Uh, seek local counsel. Uh, you know, we're not giving legal advice, so just just do not use us unless you're talking around the table or uh, you know kicking back in the living room with the in-laws. You can use us, right? Yeah, yeah. When uh, when when your father-in-law or some other person who thinks they know everything comes in and says, hey, you know, they said that this, they use the infamous they. Well, you can respond with, well, I don't know who they is, but I know on Radio Law Talk, the folks there said, and that is 100% acceptable. That's exactly You're right. all morons. We are. and you, we're, say, you can say that to your family. Yeah, yes. we can. We can. You're all morons. <laughs> but um, look, the most important thing we do is a thing called uh, case or no case. And we, uh, Cal, how much do we got enough time just to get started? Or oh, not? we can set this up. Yeah, Just think, set it up, so and then up. we can go from there. All right, all here right. we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! And now to Redlands, California, down by Fresno. Peter Drakovic had a reputation as a bad guy and a couple of warrants out for his arrest. Mostly petty stuff, theft, assault, and now car theft. Peter was walking in a neighborhood one day, saw an older Chevy C10 in a driveway, unlocked, well, just sitting there. He'd learned from a prison buddy how to use a shaved key to grab a C10 quickly. A commonly stolen rig he just happened to have on him. Wait, but he had a key that was made for a, a C10. Had a shaved GM key and a nice. shaved one for a Honda, okay. the two most appropriate ones. Right. He popped the key in, tapped on it, and like magic, the door opened. Did the same thing to wow. the ignition, and the 350 engine roared to life. And Dreykovic was off on his way to see his girlfriend Zelma, a dispatcher at the sheriff's office. <laughs> the owner of the vehicle saw what was happening too late, called the police. Like many dispatchers, Zelma was listening in on the scanner, and she heard the truck pull up and immediately recognized it. She kept quiet for a while, but as soon as Peter left to go to the liquor store, she called 911 to report the location of the truck. On-duty police spotted Drakovic, pulled up behind him, and the chase was on. Drakovic was not used to driving such a powerful machine. He went around a corner, skidded into it, hit a power pole, down came the pole, off went the lights. The truck's owner saw this whole thing, identified himself as the victim. Police then asked the truck owner for his license and insurance card. You see, the owner had just finished restoring the truck, and it was not yet on his insurance policy, and he wasn't driving. And so he said, wait a minute. He went to his own attorney and said, maybe I should be suing Dreykovic for driving my truck while he was not insured. He said, what do you think? He said to his lawyer, whom he called his ace legal beagle. He said, what do you say, my ace legal beagle case <laughs> or no case? All right, Cal, look, I'm going to take this one head on because we've got, I know, uh, how much time do we have? I don't uh, keep we got, asking. we got time. Go you got time. Okay, so. This is a very interesting case because uh, it 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 is so off the wall. Yeah. I, I'm just not quite sure what to think of it. But why? How is it that a person that is and and people can do that? You can have vehicles that you're restoring that they are not listed or or that you don't have it a title. They have a lot of times even a title, but they're not listed on the DMV or or uh, insured. And why would you if you were working on it, correct? Yeah. So the fact that uh, a criminal act occurred 
is not going to put uh, the owner of the vehicle at fault in any way. Uh, so I, I do not think that, that he is going to be at fault in uh, for anything. Uh, but, you know, can he sue the guy who stole the car and drove it away? And uh, he wrecked it, correct? Yeah. Oh, he smashed it to yeah. smithereens. So the yeah. answer is absolutely he can. So I'm going to say this, uh, the, the, the individual that uh, uh, owned the car would not be liable. And the guy who smashed it obviously can be liable. And this is not a case. It's just a scenario. All right. Thank you, Fred Penny. Todd Kunin, what say you? Case or no case in the case of Dreykovic versus the other guy. You know, my very <laughs> my very first car or vehicle, I should say, when I was in high school yeah. was a GMC. It was the GMC equivalent of the C10. And 1965 ran on propane. Cool. Mind you, yeah. ran on propane. How green! And, and I can tell. And this was like back in the mid '80s. <laughs> and I can also tell you that when it comes to your shaved keys, yeah, I started that thing with the screwdriver, and it had the stock ignition in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, question for you: Yeah, where was the C10 when nuts and bolts uh, convict? Passed by the house and saw it. Where was in it? In a driveway. It was in a driveway. Correct. Private property. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say that this is a case. You, you, you raised the issue about the cops asking for the insurance and uh, registration or something like that. Yeah. from. They wanted to see the paperwork on the car. Which, yeah. which look, I, I get that. You want the guy to be able to prove that that's his because yeah. to, in order to perfect the crime against the perpetrator, you have to identify who the victim was and establish that the ownership of the vehicle was someone other than the person who wrecked it. Also establish so, a chain of ownership. So, yeah, sure. it is, yeah. That's, yeah, that's all to make sure you get the elements of the crime. Don't have any problem with that. And and I believe that um, that he could sue. Probably wouldn't even need to have to sue because he'd probably get restitution as part of the criminal case. But I think he might be able to sue the law enforcement because they knew where that truck was. They didn't have to go hands-on and make this a uh, – they didn't have to go hands-on and make this a high-speed chase that would increase the likelihood that it would destroy the vehicle. They could have gotten it at a safe harbor and not been risking anybody. So I think that's a lawsuit. I think that the owner, car owner, prevails. It's a suit and he prevails. Wow. That's it. All right, we're going to come back right after this. We'll hear from Denise Dirks what she thinks. And uh, we're going to find out if uh, this car owner is going to be liable for his car being stolen. That's bizarre. We'll be back. All right, stay tuned. As Fred said, there's more Radio Law Talk coming up right here, including the answer to case or no case. You stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Hold on. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-928. You are a loser. That's true. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. Welcome back. We were talking about case or no case. Then we're going to get into the R. Kelly stuff. We were talking about R. Kelly stuff uh, during the break, and uh, we've got some interesting takes on that. You have to listen to three lawyers talking about that and we're going to 
try to take it serious. Uh, Todd, we've already discussed with Todd, you've got to be careful in what you say because Todd is our loose cannon here. Todd, look, he's a W. Look, 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 general stuff, what about, uh-oh. we all, we all need to be careful of what we're saying. We all need to, and friends, and, and now the truth comes out. <laughs> all of that general stuff to the everybody we? was a smoke screen. It right. was looking at you, Kunin, looking right. at you. Right. Come no, we, on. we always say we, because I don't worry about what Denise, actually, you know what, Denise, <laughs> Denise is like our foundation. She's the woman that runs this thing, really, because she's the base. And then the three of us are like, we're like the three musketeers. We don't know what's going to happen. But sometimes Denise just throws out things. You're, just, you're like, uh, you got to put, you got to put mute on your, oh, you got to mute it ourselves because we're like, what? So you never know what Denise is going to say. We right? can't use the commonly accepted term for, well, we have to call it a mistrial now because if we use the commonly accepted term when a jury's unable to reach a verdict, she's over there snickering like a schoolgirl. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Yeah. And then she pops off and says something. (laughs) And then gets offended us with snickering like a schoolgirl. Denise, I'm sure that makes you happy to hear that. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Was that like a little kind of a jab that wasn't, wasn't really appropriate thing to say on live radio? That's Todd. Yeah. There we go. Oh, See? you mean what I said? No, not what you say. We don't what worry I said, about you. It took a minute for you guys really to settle in and get it. What did you say? Um, <laughs> we talked about physical attributes of a jury. <clears throat> a hung jury. <laughs> I'm just saying, I remember that's not appropriate. vividly. <laughs> that's what you call a way homer. You get the no, joke I on the way home. <laughs> no way. All right, we were back to case or no case, and we were talking about uh, the individual that t- Todd was teaching us how to start a truck. On his truck, he used a screwdriver, but anyway, this individual yeah. took a... Very common in the old Chevy and GM ignitions. Yeah, Very common. Yeah. Yeah. So what, anyway, this person, individual, sure. Well, I don't know what his name was, took this car that was in someone's driveway. And by the way, it was not registered, did not have any uh, insurance on it because he was rebuilding it and making a nicer truck. I don't know why you would. But anyway, uh, and then as he drove away, he went to his girlfriend's house who was at the sheriff. She's a dispatcher at the sheriff's office. And later as he went out to go get something, alcohol or something, she calls the 911 and they go chase him and he crashes the car and who's liable for the crash car and I said this is not this is a great scenario but not a case Cal made it all up Todd fell for it and says it is a case and hook line and sinker (laughs) you don't need to lobby for Uh, this I'm gonna lobby we we don't know what Denise I know and now we're up to Denise Denise what What, what state was this in this was in California it was in Redlands California as a matter of fact so I believe oh, that there no. is a local ordinance that requires any vehicle to be insured and registered and that possibly the owner could be held liable because it wasn't insured nor registered, nor was it a non-op. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm going down uh-huh. that line. But I also think that it's a really good scenario. So I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know if I should join Fred or, or if I should join Todd. Given, and, given your aversion to joining me, we, we, know, we know where this is going. I know how going. this is going to go. You know, in Sacramento, there are ordinances that stop you from doing certain types of repairs 
in your driveway. Did you know this? And they're not, that's not alone. Other communities have the same thing. You can't do a certain level of auto repairs at your own home. Right. I think that's true. Yeah. You're I not, think you're that's not, true. You're not adding facts to this. No, he's not. He's not. And he also had nitrous oxide in the car. No, he's so confused. He's throwing other stuff over the top okay. of that discussion. Okay. I, I, I've made a decision. Oh, okay. it's a miracle. No case. Yes, she's with me. Cal, no case, All no right. case. And, and Todd says it's a case, and the owner of the vehicle loses. What? No, the owner wins. of the vehicle wins. Wins. Yes. Owner of the vehicle wins. Okay. Cal, tell well, us what happened. Okay, so here's the deal. You know, I have a 1967 Ford F100 that has the same kind of ignition switch in it. <laughs> Here we go, Todd. And, you know, it's not uncommon for people to try to steal those. You can see the wanky screwdriver marks all over them all the time. However, you also must know that I made the whole thing up. Yes! Yes! Todd, he made it up. I love all that. You know why? Because it was just so well laid out and... You just you were sitting there on the toilet one day and just said, "I'm going to make this thing up." No, right I was in my truck. <laughs> okay, all right. That's that's how many points for me, Denise, and how many points for you? Two, so, two, two points two, for two. me, two for you, and all I'm at thirteen. Right. Todd is at fourteen, and you are at eighteen. The and first Cal, person to fi- at six. The first person to fifty. Just so you know, all the other uh, hosts have to take to dinner. So that's why we uh, do this case or no case. Play I, I almost it's expected, an elusive dinner, actually. I almost <laughs> expected you to say, and as the uh, host of the show, I'm changing the rule. First one to nineteen, and I'm at eighteen. Okay, great. Yeah, first Let's one to nineteen. Now, next hour. Yeah, what's I am one? going to take you to Winooski, Vermont, a very upscale area. Winooski, Vermont, where wow. somebody got in trouble for being not so upscale. That's coming up Winooski. next Winooski, how could you be upscale with that name, Winooski? It's just an exclusive little enclave. Are we, yeah. are, are, do we have affiliates in Vermont? I don't think so. I not think that's yet. about one of the states we're not in. So we can, we can say stuff. So yeah. We can trash talk Vermont. We can, we can make fun Vermont. of the name. We can make fun of all kinds of that's, stuff. That's, that should be our marketing slogan. Save your town. <laughs> carry our show. We'll carry our show and no one gets teased. You know you want to. <laughs> We're going to talk about R. Kelly. Speaking of teased, uh, look, you know, this is the most interesting case. Oh, my God. Well, we look, we'll talk about it after the break. But this is one of the most interesting cases. We always say, why do we have Radio Law Talk? Because Johnny Depp's always get, you know, getting sued, Weinstein. You know, not that they're the same thing, but there's always lawsuits that are interesting. This R. Kelly one now is, is rising to the top. And without R. Kelly's case, I don't think we have anything to talk about. But we're going to talk about how bizarre some things are. We're going to be very careful in what we say because we're live radio and we're a G-rated. I'm going to say PG when, when Denise comes in. But Fred Penny with the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk coming up. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. No points for you. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info. At radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. All right, put your seatbelts on and uh, tighten that little, that little strap thing really tight because we're talking about R. Kelly right now. Again, we always say we are... Uh, and truly believe, as lawyers, myself, Denise Dirks, uh, Todd Kunin, and the guy that thinks he's a lawyer, our producer, Cal Hunter. Um, hey. Look, we, <laughs> we, we call it three and the wannabe. Why would I want to think I'm a lawyer? Honestly. Uh, Other than not having to go to law school and just making big money for basically doing nothing. Why would, <laughs> why, why would I want to? Boom! <laughs> okay, Three-time just... Emmy Award nominee but never a winner, Cal Hunter. And now you know why. Anyway, we're going to talk about R. Kelly here in a second, but we got Todd Kunin who's looking at his uh, cell phone, but he's going to have to talk a little bit about it. During the break, where I love, I'm going to shout out my, my wonderful friend, uh, Juliet, popped up and talked to me. We're on a thing called Fireside where we, uh, uh, we, we, we run the show live and it's behind the scenes, uh, and then we can talk about that uh, later on in our shows. But Juliet, my good friend and on Fireside, shouting you out, Juliet, to hundreds of affiliates nationwide. That anecdotal. Of course it's anecdotal. It's not important, and it's not the most important thing of this show, but you know what, Cal? I want to do it, and you have the buttons where you can do all the little kitty things, and, and I'm just, just shouting out friends. Is that okay? <laughs> Cal's got the button. He can go, dit, 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 little kitty bumps. Well, tell me about R. Kelly, Todd. 
you're, you're, you're the prosecutor, <laughs> former prosecutor in, of the DA's office. We got, he starts out, and it's in Chicago, Illinois. And what I was talking about with Juliet uh, during the break is, uh, and this is uh, the interesting thing is what people don't know, most of these girls testifying about inappropriate behavior, and we're going to go into what they're charging him with and why, remember, because there's some interesting things of why they're charging him with these things, and Denise, you can bring that up too. Um, But in Illinois, the age of consent is what? 17. 17, not 18, like other places. And that's what the defense is arguing. Age of consent was 17, but there's a caveat, and we're going to get to that. Don't say the caveat. Let's let's tease it. You guys go ahead and lay it out. What do you think? What's going on? Are, are you sure you trust me I'm, of all people with that, this task? Oh, uh, but give think, it to Denise. I think maybe Denise uh, Let's should, give it to uh, Denise. Denise, why don't you go ahead and, and lay this one out for us? Well, this is a very interesting case because the people that are testifying, many of them are just referred to as Doe. Because they're victims, and they were minor children. Well, they were can consent potentially no. uh, to having sexual misconduct. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time you're giving those lists. No. <laughs> What's your, uh, Jane? Wait, wait, hold on. Jane? No. There we go. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> oh God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Keep going, Denise. Go, 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 and, and these are these are these are Jane Doe victims because, no! uh, for the most part, in any criminal complaint where that's alleging uh, crimes of a sexual nature, crimes of uh, against minors or people at one time at minors, the uh, the victims stated in the complaint, the alleged victims are entitled to anonymity. Eventually, at some point in time, for discovery purposes. Behind the scenes, folks are going to know who they are, but the reason they do this is because any news agency, anybody can go and get the court record as a matter of public record. And if the person's name is sitting there in the complaint, then folks are parked outside the house with the news cameras and what are you doing? And there's also security issues and concerns and stuff. And so typically in these type of cases, they're all referred to using the anonymous Jane Doe or John Doe if it's a male victim. Right. And, oh, or nephew, as this case is. Well, yes. <laughs> oh, nephew. It, it was, it's very strange because the allegations are that um, that R. Kelly had inappropriate relationships with both male and female victims and that he would call them like his daughters and nephews and had them call him daddy. And it just it's a very strange kind of a, a, a case. And the testimony that's coming out is – is strange. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For lack of a better description, it's very strange. Um, but they all seem to be testifying in a manner that's very consistent. And we're not talking about mere cumulative witnesses here. Explain talking- that. Wait, that's very important to mention. Todd, jump in. Explain so, cumulative witness and the issues of constitutionality because of that. So the best, the, issue. the best way to describe this is to compare it to the Bill Cosby case. In the Bill or the Harvey Weinstein case, for that matter. But in both of those cases, there were a lot of people, a lot of female uh, witnesses who claimed to have been previous victims of the same contact, uh, conduct by Cosby or Weinstein in those respective trials, but who were not part of the complaint. They, Cosby wasn't being prosecuted for his conduct with, say, witness number one, who was just testifying as to what he had done in the past. Maybe that's because the statute of limitations had run or what have you. Now, in some jurisdictions, folks that are not 
named victims in the complaint can come in and testify if the prosecution can show and get the judge to under believe and rule that the conduct they're going to testify is part of the modus operandi of the defendant. This, this is the way he goes about grooming people or, or what have you. In this, and, and that was the basis for allowing witnesses in in, in the Weinstein and Cosby. Cosby and trial. the appeal was part of that issue. The appeal was part of that issue where they looked at, wait, wait a second, you let so many in, it becomes prejudicial. So the question is whether the jury is trying to decide whether you're guilty of what's charged in the complaint or if they're finding him guilty because of all the other conduct that's not in the complaint. Right? right. And in back there, just to back up on that, is the first trial, Cosby was found not guilty. And then the, the second trial, he's found well, guilty. He, he was, um, I mean, it I was mean, a mistrial. I mean, a hung trial. It, 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 hung was, trial. A, it was a what? It was a what? Hung trial. Stop it, guys. Yes, Stop it. It was a, it was a mistrial. <laughs> mistrial. Because the jury couldn't reach a verdict. And what happened in the second trial? What did the judge do? So in the first trial, I think the judge says, well, I'm going to let three people testify as to what happened. I'm going to limit it at three because if it was more than three, it's going to be prejudicial against Cosby. Then there's a mistrial. And then the prosecution brings the same motion and the same judge on the retrial, the same judge who found that it was prejudicial to have more than three in the first trial goes back and says, yeah, now I'm going to let five. I'm going to let five people testify. That, that, that were not part of the yes, complaint. That were not part of the complaint. And, and so apparently after a uh, the inability to reach a verdict, the judge no longer felt that it was prejudicial. That's just baffling to me, right? Baffling. Okay, so set but that up. That's here's the up. way it's different in R. Kelly. You have a lot of people testifying to his conduct, but everybody who has testified so far is also a named victim in the complaint. So it's right. not cumulative because each person is testifying about how they were victimized in violation of certain statutes for which R. Kelly is being tried and facing trial. It's not cumulative. Right. So they're victims testifying as opposed to witnesses. That's right. And in R. Kelly, there is another witness, and it is the um, person who got the marriage license, <clears throat> the yes. fraudulent marriage license, and, and doctored the documents for um, – is it Aaliyah? Aaliyah. It, yeah, for Aaliyah, when she was 15, made her look like she was 18 so she could consent to getting married to R. Kelly. And she can't testify. Why? Because she died in an airplane crash. In an airplane crash. That's exactly right. And so the, the, the testimony is saying, look, he uh, groomed this person and had a <clears throat> supposedly a security person go get a – and help her get a uh, 18 – showing she's 18 – uh, uh, what driver's license or whatever, I and then he marries birth her. Certificate. Birth certificate, and then he marries yeah. her. Right, he's able to marry her, and therefore, uh, and, and well, these are all allegations. Things. It does two things right. when they get married, right? But these are all allegations, right? That's true. These are allegations. But what does it do? What what could it do? Let's well, put it that way. He could one. She can't testify against him because of the right. spousal privilege, right. and two, he could make decisions for her. Uh, about her own personal body and, and nature and things that right. that could occur. Right. We have, yeah. some, we, have, we have stuff about videos here we can talk about too, but I think we're still live on national radio, so I, I don't know if we can. Todd, tell us about what you do with your video camera. <laughs> oh, God. Again, we're live. <laughs> Thank you very much, Fred. Wait a, he filmed wait a his second. Hat. Did somebody get the license plate <laughs> of that bus that just ran me over? Good heavens. Uh, yeah, it, look, R. Kelly. Todd has a kid. That's right. R. <laughs> Kelly engaged in a lot of, uh, uh, is being charged with a lot of alleged um, weird stuff, okay? And, and, and given the nature of the testimony at this point, I'll be curious to see what sort of defense 
they mount once it is turned over to the defense and they can put on their case if they even choose to. It's going to be interesting to see whether or not R. Kelly testifies. He had the interview with Gail uh, King, King right. and and I think that any defense attorney would look at that and say, hmm, I don't know that he is going to do very well if put to questions. Probably shouldn't have him testify. No. Um, but, but we're early on. The prosecution's going to stack their best evidence early on to make an impression on the jurors. We'll see how things shake out as things go, but right now the evidence is pretty compelling. Yeah, and they're, well, they're going to argue why were you still with him if everything was so bad, a lot of these women. Okay, we're going to be back and talk a little bit more about R. Kelly and then talk about uh, immigration policy and the laws. We'll be right back after this. Cal, take us out, and don't be dancing like you do behind the scenes. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Just want to remind people that Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon uh, every Saturday at RadioLawTalk.com and on many great radio stations all across the USA. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which this the- is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1 877 886 7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877 886 7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170, 800-738-0170, 800-738-0170, 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-0170. 800-738-
Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for. you pay my fee i'll take your case are Are you serious this is radio law talk welcome back we're talking about r kelly and some interesting things we got to go into but i want to thank a couple of uh affiliates first of all kblf and krac up in redding and red bluff area california especially there in red bluff we really appreciate them one of the original one of the original uh, radio stations to pick us up also yep. uh, in Auburn, California. This is some of the originals is uh, K-High uh, still runs our show. And one of the first ones that is by far probably our favorite is the Amargosa Valley. And what a wonderful uh, area that uh, has picked us up. That's near Las Vegas, by the way, those of you who don't know. And it's got some famous things in Amargosa Valley. I like the Amargosa yes, Valley. we do. You know, you get these robocalls every once in a while yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And lately, the robocalls have been coming and will tell me where they're from. It says anonymous or whatever, but it says where they're from. And I got one two days ago from the Amargosa Valley. And I looked at it. I thought, wow. oh, do I answer no it? No way. Do I answer it? God. I wonder if it's from that little uh, combination casino and. Uh, <clears throat> but how they would get what? my cell number. Gee, I wonder. Because I used yours. When I, <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that was just. that was, Todd's that was making some phone calls. Up there, that's for mm. sure. Now I gotta tell you, fast. Uh, look, we gotta go to the story. When we started, this is. Are we been? Someone said, are we almost five years? Our show or four and a half? Four and a half. Years. Four and a half. Four, years. And a half. four and a half years. And one of our first affiliates was out of Amargosa Valley, and one of our co-hosts said, "Nobody's listening. This is just a small, you know, show. We're just starting out. Nobody's listening to Amargosa Valley." Sure enough, the phone rings, and Bill answers. Uh, I'm listening. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, my and, God. He, and he challenged everybody. He said, yeah. if any if there's a caller that's going to call in from Amargosa Valley, I will pay them twenty dollars. And you know who ended up paying that bill? Yeah, who? <laughs> me. 
You did. Yeah, because he would because he wouldn't pay it. My my co-host. He, he didn't bring his wallet for right. a few times. Yeah, like for five years. Right. <laughs> and between the break, we do a thing uh, called Fireside, which is in what's called a uh, beta stage testing. That is an app that we're going to be talking about later on in our show. And thank you, affiliates. But uh, my good friend Stephanie came on and talked to me. Thank you, Stephanie, for being a friend and uh, chatting with me during the break. Uh, we're all in Northern California and breathing smoky air. But back to R. Kelly, because those of you in Georgia and Pennsylvania and, you know, Oregon, they don't care about what's going on with us here. Go ahead, Todd. What was happening? Three things about R. Kelly we've got to talk about. So three things. And for those of you that are wondering, what are we talking about R. Kelly for? What did he do? He's on trial right now in Illinois. He's on trial right now, and and two other trials are pending in different jurisdictions following this one. But he's on trial right now for engaging in inappropriate sexual conduct with people under, with minors, essentially, to varying different degrees. That's that's the general way to describe what he is facing. That's why we're talking about this. And, uh, Denise, you were talking about one thing, and, and that is – the statute, when we talk about the elements of the statute, you, Fred, you raised the age of consent, but you talked about a caveat right? with the age of consent. And what, where, where were you headed with that? So at, at, in Illinois, unlike other states, the consent age of an individual uh, to have, uh, let's say, a relation is 17. And most of the people testifying were 17 at the time. At least I think all of them so far at this point were 17 at the time that this these alleged acts occurred with R. Kelly. So defense is starting to bring that up. But there is a caveat. And think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Think about the issue here. You've got high school, right? How many 18-year-olds are still a senior in high school and their girlfriend's there, let's just say, and she's 17, and they're you know doing certain things that we don't want to talk about, right? Um, Playing Parcheesi. Parcheesi, rolling dice. Twister. Twister. Or. <laughs> right hand. Oh, my gosh. Uh, go on. I like Jury, jury. One. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Just, spin spin the wheel. I'm, Left I'm, foot I, bum. Oh, what the heck? It's you not know, a wheel. There, it's a bottle, Todd. Yeah, okay. But you were saying. There was a age point of, to all of this. Age of, age of consent. Yes. Oh, yes. Age of consent is the difference. Is, the reason this law was brought up is. Stop laughing to me. Is it's a five-year Issue. In other words, what do you mean it's a five-year issue? There has to be a five-year difference of age in order for the 17-year-old to give consent. So in other words, if a guy is 23 and he's, his girlfriend's 17, let's see, 17, 18, 24, 22. Can you see a guy going? 26. Go, 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 <laughs> he's 50. like, got his fingers trying to add up, and it's the five-year difference. Let's say, let's say 20 to make it easy. If he's 20, that's a three-year difference, and then it falls within the consent statute. But R. Kelly was in his 30s when these girls were 17. Therefore, the argument's going to be for the prosecutors. What? No, it does not fall within the consent. Therefore, there was no consent, even though the age of 17 is, is consent in the state of Illinois. Not in this case. Is that what you're trying to talk about? Well, that's what you were trying to talk okay, about. Okay, that's exactly so, that's why I'm fact, so smart. In California, if the age group extends beyond a certain uh, number, there's an enhanced penalty. Yeah, yeah. It, yes. In, in By Cal the way, that's that's our producer that thinks he's a lawyer. That's right. In, in <laughs> oh, I'm just telling you. I'm I, just joking. Listen, I'm, he blames me for <laughs> trying to be fairly well-read for thinking that I'm a lawyer. Oh, I'm just teasing you, Cal. It's <laughs> well, a good that's day. kind of an oxymoron. I, I talked to the guy who sponsored the bill. I happen to know about the bill because I talked to the sponsor. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway. In, in, yeah. In California, in, se- in, California in several jurisdictions, it is a misdemeanor if the perpetrator is 18 or over and the victim is under the age of 18. Um, however, if it gets to be where there's more than a five-year age difference, then it's what's called a wobbler. It can be either a felony or a misdemeanor. If it's more than a 10-year age difference, it's still a wobbler, but the penalty, if it's a felony, is more than the middle term. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's enhanced penalties, uh, potential penalties, the more that age difference is um, – Apparent. So, what else about R. Kelly? Anything else? Before, yeah. Before? Well, sure. one thing I, uh, about it is the way that the prosecutors got around the statute of limitations on the underlying um, sexual assaults is they have alleged uh, crimes that involve RICO, and that's kind of like where there's a conspiracy and it's like a cr- organized crime kind of a thing, yeah. and other people are involved. And they've also alleged against him the Mann Act, which is somebody taking a minor across state lines for the purpose of having sexual um, contact with that minor. And those are the two major um, issues to be watching for in this case because that's how they're tying this all together. And, Todd, and that's Charlie Chaplin was one of the most famous Mann Act cases in the 50s, I believe, where they they, – Yeah, he got acquitted, by the way. uh, No, I thought he he had some – Nope, okay, he I'll, was I'll, the one, only one that got acquitted. I'm going to go look that up because I thought he, he did like 20 months. Go ahead. I, I think uh, Chuck Berry did Chuck 20 months. Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry, you're right, you're yeah. right. Chuck yeah. Berry was so, the one. So, go ahead. so here's, here's, why the, here's why alleging RICO gets around the statute of limitations. Take, take embezzlement for just, uh, we're just going to go in a different direction. Take embezzlement, and it, let's say it occurs over, somebody's embezzling money from a company, it occurs over the period of three years. The question is, well, when, when's the statute of limitations? Is it like when they took the first took the money? Or does it statute of limitations start to tick when you're finally caught and it's the last piece of money that takes? And and the fact is the statute of limitations becomes a little blurry because you have this course of conduct occurring over three years. And so it's from the very last part. If they didn't allege RICO in this case with R. Kelly, they would look at a date and time when you engage in an act with a person and then say, hey, is this within or outside the statute of limitations? But by alleging RICO, it's now a course of conduct involving multiple individuals in a criminal enterprise, and so they can go back as far as they want as long as the most recent act is within the statute of limitations, and then they can bring it all in. That's a novel concept. But this goes back to what I say on other cases. Be careful what you ask for as the prosecutor because you're going to have to defend that position on appeal. And the penalty, if you don't defend it successfully on appeal, is everything gets undone and you're back to square one. So yeah. and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we, you talked about R. Kelly as a witness, and I think that R. Kelly may be channeling Jerry Lee Lewis because one of the allegations or one of the witnesses testified that he had this thing about Jerry Lee Lewis and he compared himself to Jerry Lee Lewis, who was a 50s singer and who married his 13-year-old cousin. Right, and not only that, uh, he also mentioned to one of them he likes younger girls, and he uh, and they testified to that. There's other things that we're not going to get into that he testified to, but we're going to end the R. Kelly when we come back, hour number two. Don't forget, this is a three-hour show. We love to talk for three hours, even though my kids won't listen to me for more than 30 minutes. Uh, we're going to talk about immigration policy. Supreme Court weighs in on evictions. We're going to talk about a prosecutor and why a prosecutor is bowing out in a double murder case. 
Cal, take us out. Join us next hour. All right. Two more hours of Radio Law Talk are coming up at six minutes after the hour, either live on your local radio station. And if they decide not to carry it, you can jump over to RadioLawTalk.com and stream the rest of the show at no charge. We'll continue in a bit. Hold on. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. Again, that's 800-871-3291.